0: What's up, Winject World? It is your buddy, Adam, from Podcasting Business School, and it is yet another amazing podcast spotlight Thursday. We're very excited. I've got my friend Mari here, and we're going to be talking about her show, her podcasting journey. Who should be listening to her show? Probably people like you. Who knows? I think we're going to gain some listeners. So, uh, Mari, welcome to the Thursday Spotlight.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Adam. It's great to be here. I'm super excited to chat about the Sustaining Creativity Podcast.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. I'm, I'm intrigued by the title, first off. I'm like, all right, this. right, uh, I'm a creative individual, yeah. and I do get creativity fatigue every once in a while, so uh, this might be my jam.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are not alone at all. Creat- creativity fatigue is real you know just similar to like empathy fatigue or compassion fatigue I'm also a therapist so I navigate that world as well (laughs) and creativity can learn so much from the world of therapy the world of psychology but also just being creative humans I truly believe everyone is creative and we have the capacity to tap into creativity in every area of our life. And that's what my podcast is about. It's an interview podcast, but I talk to people from all different backgrounds, ages, creativity experiences. We've had guests who feel like they're not creative at all. And by the end of the interview, they think, oh, actually I'm way more creative than I thought I was. Nice.
0: Um,
1: So yeah, it's super fun we have a great time learning, you know, tips and tools about how to work through creative challenges or how other people navigate creative challenges. Creativity is all about, you know, ideas and how to how ideas make us feel and move us through our life and then there's also that aspect of innovation, which is taking those ideas and putting yeah. them into action. So, that's what the podcast is about. Nice right sustaining now.
0: <laughs> creativity. Now, what made yeah. you decide to launch the show? Because there's always a story behind that that uh, you know podcast origin.
1: Yeah, so I have a degree in acting and a degree in psychology, and 12 years ago, I started thinking, "Man, I wish I had had some of these skills in acting school." <laughs> and <laughs> I started piecing things together to create a sustaining creativity program, specifically originally for performers that I took to. Um, various universities around the country, the United States, and shared that work with performers, actors, dancers, who were kind of graduating undergrad or grad school and launching into their professional world of entertainment, which is a whole nother (laughs) adventure in and of itself. And the more I would talk to people, the more I heard every, not everyone, but many people say, oh, I'm not creative or creativity is only for this specific collection of people in the performing arts or the fine arts, and I am not creative. And I it just floored me that people felt that they weren't creative, because in a 10-minute conversation, I could have told them 15 ways they were experiencing or expressing creativity. And so I thought, you know, I need to get people together and talk about creativity and have that be more of a platform and arena that people have access to. So during the pandemic, I (laughs) decided, you know, since I'm not able to go guest artist at universities, why not start a a podcast and share all of these awesome stories from different people about their creativity and their creative life and creative experiences and have that available really to anyone who is interested in learning more about creativity, sparking creativity in their life, unclogging creativity channels, and reclaiming creativity power.
0: I love that. And I I think there are so many podcasts that were launched during the pandemic. Uh, (laughs) Like we should almost rename to the poddemic. Like (laughs) so many people were like, I'm on Zoom all day anyway. Let's do this. right? Uh, Just get some headphones. I'm pretty much good. Uh, And it was funny because I talked to so many people and I was like, "Ah, I'm a full time podcaster. My day hasn't really changed that much at all. Like oh, nice. I talk to people on Zoom. You get to like you get to feel what it's like to be a podcaster now. Um, so anyway, like who, if you were to paint a picture of the ideal listener avatar for your show, like the specific mm. person that really should be tuning in and de- digging into the information that you're putting out there, what would that person look like? What would they sound like? What kind of pain points would they have?
1: Yeah. So I think someone who has a desire to be creative or feels like they might be missing creativity in their life feels like maybe you know they're bogged down with kind of routine issues get kids to school take the dog for a walk you know the routine of life and want a little more breath or space breathed into their life I think that's a perfect listener to sustaining creativity, someone who loves creativity and loves listening to others, creative experiences and creative adventure stories. I think that's another incredible listener. Um, Yeah. People who want to know more about creativity, get more tips and tools that they can try in their own life, but also people who feel, man, I'm not creative and listening to other people talk about creativity and have that spark something in them to really engage in their creative expression and experience in a deeper way
0: well it's interesting how podcasting works Mari because (laughs) I I talk to darn near 100 podcasters a week just through all the different conversations the interviews the group stuff that I do and it's always it always seems like out of all those conversations the right people with the right information just tend to show up in my life. Example, mm-hmm. our conversation today, uh, last week, I was, uh, for one of my shows, I have three, uh, <laughs> for, my, for my health show, we, we meet up once per month and bash record in one night, mm-hmm. all the episodes for the next month. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I've, I'm, I don't want to like call myself this, but I am. I'm the funny guy. Like I'm, I'm the guy that is, is in charge of bringing humor to the content. In the first few months, easy, I'm just flowing, I'm doing good. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I was like, I started to feel pressure last Thursday. I'm like, I gotta come up with something funny to say. Like the, the well has run dry, what, what, what do I do? Uh, so it's interesting that now we're talking this week, <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it's weird how that works out, but I see it like a bucket. Like if I'm working too mm-hmm. much, if I'm stressed out, that depletes, you know, willpower works the same way when you're trying to lose weight, you know? Uh, but yeah. like creativity for content creators, If you're doing too much if too much is on your plate that it starts to deplete so what are some tips if we need to replenish that bucket a little bit what do you got
1: yeah i mean there are so many so many really cool awesome things to do but like taking a break is one of them Um, but also like get outside write a letter by hand, which is a really interesting kind of psychology component too. When you're, we spend so much time on computers and phones and typing. But When you actually take the time to write by hand, you're actually using a different part of your brain. Yeah. So it engages a different experience, which can spark creativity. Playing a game can be great. Meditating can be really great. You know, when we tap into our subconscious, That's where creativity is really alive. So any way we can tap into our subconscious can help spark creativity again. But also sometimes we just need a break and we need to take that time to step away, do something really mundane like the dishes and (laughs) notice while you're doing the dishes, a creative idea might come up or you might, your subconscious might spark something funny or humorous that happened earlier in the day. So those are great ways to also do it. Journaling is an incredible yeah. one as well. Um, I also think that when you have your own creative experience or creative habits that you do that are just for you, that's a way to fill the cup, fill the well with creativity so that you're constantly allowing your creative job to be separate from your creative life. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm starting to laugh because I know that Chris Ross is watching this and he <laughs> always is like, dude, your, your Instagram reels are so weird and funny. And like what you just described, if I'm screwing around on Instagram reels, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to like, just like, I've got my blue leisure suit. I'll put that on my disco suit shoes. I'll start dancing around, acting weird. I'll put some content out, but it's like, it's purposeless content, mm-hmm. but it get I spring all these ideas out of it, or you know, some connections start to happen, or it's just like an energizer. It's like a mental shot of caffeine.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's like so. So if you guys see me on, on Instagram Reels, I'm pretty much just screwing around trying to spark creativity.
1: I think that's great. I mean, I put on records and dance around my living room almost every day. To what like, record? Like, what's her, your music? If you oh, have like a go
0: to creativity music, what is it?
1: The go to is the Pointer Sisters like literally anything from the Pointer Sisters. It's just, it's so great to get your body moving. And that also is an incredible way to spark creativity. You know, we sit a lot. I know I sit a lot in front of a computer all day and that can, you know, creativity can become really stagnant. So how do you move your body and allow creativity or that energy or that flow to happen when you step into flow, that idea of forgetting kind of the world around you and you're so immersed in what it is you're doing that creative experience is such a high and such an incredible opportunity to navigate yes
0: my my creative music jam is Macklemore. I like to put it on because every oh. once in a while he's got some like he, he changes his pace a lot but he also has some comedic elements to it mm-hmm. I'm trying to spark. Comedic creativity, Will Ferrell videos or Jimmy Fallon videos. Yeah, I feel like they're two of like the quickest-minded comedians out there. So um, yeah, that that's that's my go-to. That's that's my jam on replenishing that bucket. Um, let's talk about your show flow a little bit. Somebody hits that subscribe or follow mm-hmm. button and they're into your world. What can they expect? Like when are you releasing episodes? How often? All that good stuff.
1: Yeah, so we release episodes every Tuesday morning. Um, and one a week. And they're between, you know, 25 or actually like 28 and 40 minutes. I know when I listen to podcasts, when I was commuting to work, I like to be able to listen to a full podcast in a commute. Um, so that was kind of my goal and my plan. Perfect, yeah. But yeah, when they subscribe, they'll get, you know, we have 51 episodes have aired so far. So go back and listen to some. Of the previous episodes and stories of people's creative life and creative experiences and then yeah next week our um episode is from a, uh, a buddhist monk or he used to be a buddhist monk and so his experience now he's a psychologist and so his experience with creativity nice. and meditation and mindfulness and how they weave together so beautifully and with such a there's such a cohesion with creativity and mindfulness as well.
0: That's interesting that you mentioned the Buddhist monks. I, uh, I've got like a treasure trove of weird stories that you would never expect from a, like a white guy from Indiana. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really good friends with a nephew of the Dalai Lama. His name's Kunga Mm -hmm. Norbu and like they're a big deal in like the Tibetan Buddhism community. So I did a 200 mile walk Mm -hmm. from Bloomington, Indiana to Columbus, Ohio, a Tibetan freedom walk Uh, where I'm walking with all these Buddhist monks. We're staying at at monasteries, but like, talk about learning meditation and learning how they live and just seeing. And they're like cool little dudes. Like we, they love playing basketball and they're all like five foot tall and I'm six, four. So I dominated the monks. (laughs) Like I'm like blocking all their shots into the (laughs) the stands and everything. And they're in like flip flops and robes. (laughs) Um, I'm teaching them how to talk trash and points. I don't know if that was being helpful or not, but um, like, being able to learn, you know, in turn, like I'm teaching them basketball, they're teaching me meditation, things like that. Yeah. Spending eight days in a row with all these people it was, it was pretty, uh, an epic experience. So I'll be tuning in that episode to, to see if I can catch something new there.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. What an incredible opportunity to spark creativity in a really new way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And my feet hurt really bad also. We, we walked like <laughs> a marathon a day for, for eight days. Cool. So, um, it was, it was pretty epic. So Let's talk about where people can find you. you have got sustainingcreativity.com. Where do you hang out on social media?
1: I am on Instagram and Facebook at sustaining creativity, And um, yeah, you can find the podcast literally wherever you listen to podcasts and at the website. So check it out. I also have other fun things happening at the website.
0: Nice. SustainingCreativity.com. Hit that if you guys are listening on the podcast. If you're live, it's scrolling on the bottom of the screen. Uh, before we let you go, Carla, let's put the text number on the, the, the scroll. This is something new. You may even not, not have heard this yet, Mari. Uh, you can now text us. Any cool. of your podcasting questions, 843-396-2104. I'm still trying to figure out what that spells so I can be like 843 Hot Lips or something like that. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't spell that, so don't text Hot Lips. Uh, that'll go to Chris Ross's private line for like his like Tinder profile. So we don't mm-hmm. want to do that. Uh, 843-396-2104. Specifically, Chris and I will be going live on Monday, Money Monday Monday. I would love for you to text us any podcasting monetization questions. This is my wheelhouse. I've got three shows. They're all making money in different ways. Like I this is what I coach people on. So if you have, you know, how do I get sponsors? How do I create courses? How do I sell a thing, a product, a service, a program, a mastermind? Text us those questions, 843-396-2104, and we'll answer them on Money Monday. Mari, do you have any any monetization questions? Anything popping up that we should talk about on Money Monday?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, monetization questions, like all of them?
0: <laughs> like what's the number one just like stumbling block? Like how do I make money as a podcaster?
1: I mean, I think that is literally the question. How do yeah. I make money as a podcaster? I think <laughs> that's the big question. Like how do well, okay. I do it?
0: Yeah, let's do a, a quick two-minute like fire drill on this, and then we can always continue yeah. on, on Money Monday. But for someone like you, you are somebody that is shortening learning curve for mm-hmm. for your listeners. All right, taking from point A to point B a little quicker than they would on their own. Yeah. So with you, I'm not as you launch your year in, um, I'm not looking at sponsorships yet. Like you got to mm-hmm. kind of build the legend for that, build relationships. You can start planting seeds with sponsors, but the way you're going to monetize the quickest is access, like you've been Mm -hmm. going for a year and you have a following, you have a listenership and they will pay for access to you, but also they will pay for access to your guests. So something Mm -hmm. simple like a monthly meetup that is you heard person one, two, three and four on the show this month, come and ask them a question in a small group format. It's a hundred bucks a seat. We have 10 seats or 15 seats or whatever. It's a little mini mastermind for an hour with the four guests that were on your show that last month, put a paywall behind it and people will pay that, you know, and you do, but everybody has to get to talk. Everybody gets guaranteed a question that they get to fire away at, at the person that they want to. And it doesn't have to be all four guests. Maybe it's just one. Uh, Mm -hmm. That way it's less pressure on you and they know because with more, it could be kind of weird if one person gets most of the questions like, oh, I can really ask Mari, not so much Adam. (laughs) Uh, So like something like that, it's easy. And you do 10 people, 97 a seat. That's a thousand bucks a month. People do that all day long. And then you just talk about it in Mm -hmm. the uh, the episodes. So maybe... Mm -hmm person one on the first Tuesday of the month. That's going to be your guest at the end of the month. And you go, Oh, the interview with Adam was awesome. And guess what? He's coming in for our small group Q and A. We have 10 seats available. And then the next week we got seven seats available. Like you give them the update and there's that scarcity thing and you can, you know, charge whatever yeah, you think is worth. So something like that, A little like quarterly workshops, creativity workshops, uh, yeah. and have your guests come and speak for those mm-hmm. and they, they all have things that they want to sell, books and programs and stuff. Right. Those are called affiliate commissions for you.
1: Use mm-hmm. a
0: ticket to get in, and you and then maybe you have some sort of maybe your monthly thing is, is a membership and it's not a one off. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's ninety-seven a month, or maybe one off is ninety-seven. And if you sign up for recurring, it's fifty-seven and yeah. you can save a little bit. So like just I kind of offer puked on you there, but those are some ideas that those aren't that hard to set up. That's not an online course. That's not a big platform. That's zoom and a way to take payment and a way to schedule Mm -hmm. easy. Uh, That's costing you less than 50 bucks a month total just for whatever, you know, resources you need for that. So I would look at that. You're a community builder. Like I said, you're a leveler upper with people. You're shortening the learning curve. Mm -hmm. Those types of things work for people like you. And it doesn't take a lot of people. To monetize, so I would experiment with something like that. Kick around some ideas, and let's make you some money. All right,
1: that sounds great. Thank you so much. That was awesome.
0: It's my, my pleasure. It's what I love to do. I'm like the rain man of podcast monetization ideas. So they just pop up randomly in my head, you know. Uh, so, Mari, I appreciate you uh, shining a light on what you have to uh, shine a light on with your podcast. We're very excited to have you with us here at WinJack Studios, everybody. Listening in or watching, make sure you stay tuned. We've got a lot of big things popping with Winject Studios. As always, I will sign off wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. Carlum, hit the music.
1: This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.